0: There's two people in there. This is the only language these people understand. She's given displaced people shelter and medicine. That kind of thing creates loyalty, man. We've literally tried everything we can here. So we bet on someone who's got a better hand. Someone recreated the super soldier here. You are assuming Hydra has something to do with this, which is why you came to me. Luckily for you, I know where to begin. Drop it, Zemo. Sharon? Carly, Morgenthau, and at least seven others have taken the serum. We got a name. Wolford Nagel. How many vials did you make? Twenty. Where's Carly now? A couple of days ago, she called and asked if I could help someone named Donya Madani. I'm sorry. She died in Riga, a city near the Baltic Sea. i have a place we can go. I'm gonna go
1: on a walk. I was wondering when you were gonna show
0: up. And do you
1: think
2: thing,
1: <laughs> Hello there.
3: First time go. Anchor must have known that I was in a fragile emotional state and that it could not be fucking around today. Um, I, I feel like from the very beginning, we should put a tag on this episode. This is going to be an explicit episode because
2: <laughs> every what episode, the explicit, fuck
1: did I every just episode is explicit. Every episode is if, explicit. If people don't know that by now, they haven't been listening. It's Ooh. just been background noise.
3: What the fuck? I, I mean, do
1: And the whole world was watching.
3: The whole world was indeed watching.
1: Well, maybe depending on depending on if uh, you believe we got this covered, aka the QAnon of the comic book world. Apparently.
3: Yeah, we're gonna fucking talk about that <laughs> um, because reading that article again, I have a different opinion now. But um, now, let's do this. Welcome to House of Nerd. Um, now that welcome. We're, now, now that, that we've agreed. ranted
1: what the fuck it's you several times. Um, but if you've seen the episode, then you know exactly what we're talking about.
3: <laughs>
1: so... so I, I feel like it, you should have probably watched the episode before you listened to this. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully you did. Um, if not, uh, boy, have we got a surprise for you. <laughs> Full transparency, I just <laughs> finished the
3: episode about 20 minutes ago, so... Yeah, I'm at about an hour in, so this is still very emotionally raw. This is going to be really more like a um, a therapy session for I think for the both of us. Because yeah, yeah, like this is super hot take. I mean, it's pretty much what we do, but
1: usually it's hot take for like a you know a show that's six years old. Oh, man, I
3: oh, <laughs> <laughs> I I all all of the feels, everything you got. Um, wow, that was that was an emotional gut punch of a final scene there um well, well i mean for uh, for some people punch.
1: yeah i or, guess like I a think... like a chest punch kind of bane situation there was a lot
3: of that people getting hit in the chest this week a lot um, of people getting hit in the chest well let's let's uh <laughs> let's take a step back um and, and acknowledge that um Thank you, first of all, for joining us this week on this week's episode. Um, we are we're thrilled to have you back. Um, we are here to talk about, uh, if you couldn't tell, um, Falcon and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, season one, episode four. The entire world is watching. The whole world is watching. Um, yes,
1: not that, the world is not enough. The world is definitely enough, and it is watching. That title makes way more sense now. Um, after it
3: does. Seeing the end. Oh man. Um Oof. Yeah, I'm still still pro- processing a little bit. Um shout out to Dogfish Head for uh helping me come down that emotional emotional <laughs> roller coaster um that is what uh, mm. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to uh four roses small batch. Well I tell you what, let's uh let's start with, with some fun things first. We'll start with the news of the week. Um we've got <laughs> we've got some casting news. We've got Uh, trailer to talk about we've got some star wars stuff to talk about it it, it was a really good week um it was up up until about like an hour ago um (laughs) but uh i want to start this week um so if you guys listen to or have listened to the podcast for several weeks um you know we are huge huge fans of uh disney Plus's star wars the mandalorian um and in fact, podcasted about The Mandalorian when it was on. Um so we are eagerly we did do that. <laughs> eagerly awaiting um season two, season three of The Mandalorian. Um and we got a, a little little sneak peek this week, an official description of what the season of Ahsoka Tano will be about. Um so if you're not familiar I uh, definitely go back and check out like every episode that's not Marvel because I'm pretty sure it's all do, like, Star Wars. <laughs> terrible, ex- terrible job of of not mentioning Ahsoka repeatedly. Um, but oh yeah, the, and in fact, I saw a poll about like
1: which like action figure, and I'm like, I swear to God, if Ahsoka doesn't get picked, and it's just some <laughs> fucking lame like trooper from Battlefront, like
3: oh, Aura oh Singh, Mara Jade. Anybody but freaking Ahsoka Tano, and I'm like, you people are wrong. You're, yes. you're wrong about this.
1: I I want that figure so bad. Like I saw the I saw like the mock up of it, and I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. god, I need this. I need multiples. I have so I can five, open I have... one,
3: so I can put one away. So I, <laughs> I have my Ahsoka from Rebels, the animated Ahsoka, um, on on my bookshelf. Um, so she stares at me while I record, which is kind of creepy. Um, but I am. Eagerly hoping that they make that new figure um, with Rosario Dawson as the the model.
1: Oh, uh, this is the this is the Clone Wars,
3: Clone Wars. Oh, movie. is it the Snips version? Yeah, uh, that would be that's that's cool my favorite. As well, that would be cool as well. Um, but um, this week we did get a little bit of a synopsis about what Ahsoka is going to be about. So, just a, a reminder, Ahsoka did appear last year in uh, The Mandalorian. And she appeared, where she was a, basically a Jedi bounty hunter. Um, so she was helping us find out. A, the child had a name. And well, a, name a not Rogen. a not Jedi. She's, she's a not a Jedi. That's true. She's we've we've gone over so, that multiple times. She's more of a gray Jedi. You're right. Mm. I, I'm still a little mm. shook. I'm still a little yeah. shook. Yeah. Um, and we're and we're branching out a little bit into
1: some some Star Wars. I did re-listen to part. the Freddie Prince rant.
2: <laughs>
1: and I'm like you know what I'm kind of down for the no that like Grey Jedi isn't really a thing I know that's a it's a contrary to the opinion that previously posited but I'm kind of I'm kind of down for that um, that Grey gray Jedi aren't aren't there that it's all about balance is that, I feel like the way he explains it on there is just it's just phenomenal and it makes and it makes sense that it's hey we got you know we have the Emperor messing around with midichlorians and bullshit like that to to create someone else and getting the the two so what does the force do the force gives twins to balance it out That it's not the the middle ground that that's that it's all about finding the balance which i mean we can kind of read that as yeah you're in the middle and that's kind of the end of it is the the balance within you know ray you have ray and ben kind of in the same area But anyway, I I thought it was I thought it was very interesting listening to it again, especially after having we have talked about it at length and depth. (laughs) So I thought that was a that was interesting, an interesting take on it.
3: We we have reviewed this frequently, um, but but I have a feeling that this is going to be something we talk about in the future. It will, um, as we continue. I haven't actually read the synopsis for
1: the for the new Ahsoka show yet. I was was avoiding all of those. I almost well, want to be I pleasantly do.
3: surprised. So do you, Well, let me ask you then this, Snark. Do you want this or yeah, do you let's not do it. want this? Why not? All right, this is not going to be that much of a spoiler. No, because um, I but, feel
1: like we've called this.
3: Yes, this is 100% what we said it was going to be, which is why I feel comfortable talking about it. Um, But... The spoiler basically is uh, that we join Ahsoka Tano, played by Rosario Dawson, on the hunt for the evil Grand Admiral Thrawn, who I posit is not actually evil, but that's a debate for another day, uh, in the hope that it will help her locate the missing Ezra Bridger, the young Jedi that disappeared with Thrawn many years ago. And everyone who watched Rebels goes, duh. (laughs) I mean... That gives you absolutely nothing. Um, I I feel like it's exactly what we have been saying it's going to be. Um, I am ready for it. I wish that it was today that we were getting it. But by the same token, I am glad that they are officially confirming it. Um, If you look around the internet, there are a lot of Star Wars people who I feel like today are rightfully going, uh told you like this is what i've been (laughs) saying is going to happen for a long time it's just a good feeling to know that this is actually what's happening and i see a lot of people who are making these comparisons between marvel and star wars now saying like all of these marvel disney plus shows that were just announced they're all going to create this avengers style you know storytelling where it's you have to watch all 26 movies or 27 shows or 30 books and then you're going to get this huge payoff where all of the you know Marvel heroes are standing off against Thanos, or you know maybe and to to make it tie back to Star Wars, it would be everybody standing up against the reiteration of Emperor Palpatine for the third time. Yeah, oh, again. Um, well, I, I or, or certainly hope it's not that. Um, or maybe it's we almost get almost Evil like Rey. it's a
1: business, and they they want you to to look watch all their stuff forever in perpetuity. It's weird. Look, if it gets me good storytelling, I am. There for it, and I will gladly exactly. fork over. Like, here, take my money.
3: <laughs> Here's my $13 a month. You guys just keep pumping out content like this. And you know, I, and you nobody know, nobody gets hurt. About it. We talked about we joked about it at the beginning of the year, but like, knowing that we are getting new Marvel and new Star Wars basically every Friday, I mean, this is kind of my best life. Like, 12 year old me is very jealous right now because that <laughs> dude had to wait for like a book every month on a Wednesday. And maybe somebody would take him to the comic book store if it weren't sold out. And here I am just like, I'm going to turn on my TV and pick any one of the numerous comic book superhero sci-fi shows that are out there. Like I, I am not <laughs> Yes, please. I am not complaining about that. Yeah, this but... is a, This
1: is a nice problem to have.
3: It is. I can't keep up with everything. And it's It's wonderful.
1: Wait, there's too much (laughs) content? Damn
3: it. (laughs) It is wonderful.
1: Damn you, Mouse.
3: (laughs) Speaking of new content, that was a nicely done transition, sir. Um, Because we're we're professionals here. I want to talk about a new casting that is officially official this week. um, Which is bringing over yet another Uh, Disney, I guess we'll call this Disney-owned property Um, so as the snark will know, I am a huge fan of Hamilton Um, specifically the soundtrack to Hamilton because it is maybe the only time in the history of the world I, I have been able to ride in my car and loudly pump out facts about the American Revolution while I'm singing at the top of my lungs um, it, I would it is, say it is a very niche market. It is. It is indeed. But Hamilton seemed to capture the zeitgeist of like the entire country for a while. Um, and if you don't know, Hamilton is, is Lin-Man Miranda's. Oh man, I butchered that name. Oh yeah, I, I uh, do it, it every is, time. It is a wonderful stage play. Um, so if you're listening and watching this, you presumably have Disney+. Plus. Um and Hamilton, Do the it. play, <laughs> is on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it is fantastic. It is very, very long, but very good. It, um, it's I about like on par for a play. Not very cultured um, over here, so I, I will freely admit I expected it to be a little bit shorter than it was. <laughs> um, but it is wonderful. And, and the reason that I'm bringing that up is because there is an actress uh, by the name of Renee Elise Goldsberry... Um, who according to this io9 article is best known for her tony award-winning performance as angelica Skyler um one of the skyler sisters from hamilton um the reason we're bringing this up is because miss goldsberry has been cast i've been sitting common sense about Thomas
2: am so men say that i'm intense or i'm insane you want a revolution i want a revelation so listen to my declaration behold these
3: Um, The reason we're bringing this up is because Miss Goldsberry has been cast in the upcoming She-Hulk movie, our Disney series show, um, which is headlined by Tatiana Maslany, who is playing the She-Hulk. So just briefly letting me nerd out here. uh, She-Hulk is basically a lawyer who has the same powers as that of the Hulk um, or Bruce Banner. So She-Hulk is like the super smart version of Dr. Bruce Banner, which is kind of funny because Dr. Bruce Banner is kind of like the smartest Avenger. So I'm really excited um, to see what this show is going to be about. But Goldsberry is playing a character named Amelia, who, according to this article, again, could be an amalgamation of a Marvel Comics character named Amelia Hopkins. Um, But at this time, we don't know more so that <laughs> casting came out this week, um, which is fantastic. And it gave me an ex- a excuse to put the Hamilton that you heard um, into this podcast. And I am delighted to have the opportunity <laughs> to put a snippet of that um, this week. So Snark, what you got about She-Hulk and Renee Goldsberry, Angelica Schuyler joining the Marvel Universe? Cool.
1: <laughs> i mean that's, uh. sounds sounds great i i'm not a I'm not a huge she Hulk fan I mean don't get me wrong i'm gonna, i'm still gonna watch it but like i I never got into the comics i i was only like vaguely into the hulk comics like I have a bunch of them and it's they started getting to be a chore to read so like uh eh. yeah. i mean well, hey I'm glad for more content it it just this one uh this one doesn't speak to me all that much.
3: I am I am about as excited about She-Hulk as I am about for example uh Rangers of the New Republic. Mm. Um it, it's it's a ancillary show um but I really really like Tatiana Maslany. Um she's an Orphan Black if you haven't seen that. It's so good. Fantastic. Um and I think she's going to do a great job with it. So I'm simply excited because we have just more and more really legitimate, like name actors who are doing wildly good shit, um, joining the Mark, the Marvel universe. I think it's fantastic to see this next generation of, yeah, these are the guys, you know, replacing the Mark Ruffalo's and the, the, I almost called him Tony snark, but the Robert, uh, Robert Downey juniors, you know, those folks. It's okay. He's Tony Stark. Let's <laughs> <laughs> to be real. He is. But, um, Wanted to to just include that this week um, because the next topic I wanted to talk about um, is is not quite as fun. Um, we've got to go back and revisit. We've got this covered. Oh Jesus! Because they pumped out another bullshit article this week um, and
1: <laughs> like a, a bullshit article based on a tweet, based on a rumor, based on something that someone's aunt wrote in a journal. Like it, it's mm-hmm. like a, okay, cool. Like so, basically, you guys are the Fox News of the comic book world. Cool. There's no like this is this is here for clickbait at this point, and I'm like I'm I'm getting tired of seeing that we got this coverage pop up on my like Google algorithm because they post clickbait about shows we watch.
3: I don't. I don't really. I don't know if. Well, I take that back. I do know that this was done intentionally, to for the clickbait bullshit of it all. Um, And we're going to address it because I think we addressed it on the show. And I feel like it's, it's a stupid, stupid, stupid thing to get worked up about, but it, it got me a little worked up and I'm not going to lie. Like I, I think this is dumb as shit and we're going to talk about it. Um, But the article is, is written by Scott Campbell, who, if you remember, we have discussed before on this very show um, but scott campbell writes an article entitled uh, new rumor says over 80% of audience turns uh, off episode 2 of falcon and winter soldier at the same point
1: <laughs> yeah is it is it the end mm. is this like is, it, is this like the the last clickbait one with the what we go with the ah, damn it. No. Where, where it's like no no shit everyone Turned, people yeah. stopped watching. Yeah, when it was the, over.
3: People stopped watching The Mandalorian. That's what it was. Fired. Right. Also, because Gina Carano got fired after the show season ended. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. So, the, show, the show's over.
1: So, we did that. Yeah. That sounds about right. It sounds about like the, the journalistic uh,
3: credentials of this site. Now, look, look, this, if you remember, there's a scene in, in episode two, and I don't know how you could forget it because it was acted out masterfully. Um, but Anthony Mackie, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, surprise, um, visit Isaiah Perry. And they find out that Isaiah is actually the first super soldier. He's an African-American soldier. He was tested on by the U.S. government. We find out that uh, Bucky and, and Isaiah have met before. They fought before on the Korean War. It's a wildly good acted. I mean, it's so well out acted. Loved that scene. Loved the revelation. Loved finding out more about the super soldier serum. Um, And immediately after that scene, you know, Sam and uh, Sam and Bucky are out in the street and they're in inner streets of, of I think Baltimore is where we are. And they get in an argument and this cop car pulls up on them and immediately uh, you know, the cops are talking to Bucky about Sam being angry at them. Although, neither one of them are truly angry at each other and if anyone is actually in the wrong it's bucky in this situation cuz he was the one being a little bit you know physical and so it wouldn't you know it and imagine this but this article reports to this is an article that is written about a youtuber by the name of doomcock um which I feel like should have been my warning there. Like, <laughs> close this. You don't need to keep going. Yeah, this isn't um, gonna be. This isn't gonna be helpful. But anyways, it it just goes on to purport supposedly um, that there is a system on Disney Plus that notifies Disney or, or logs where you stop watching a show specifically. I guess it would be like a real time feedback of like, hey, I don't like this. You know, I've tuned out. Basically, it's like the old. Uh, Nielsen ratings that people used to be able to do were with, with a dial, basically. Um, which I don't know if this exists. It's something called a, a tune-out timestamp. Um, I'm, I'm sure, sure it's does. possible.
1: That that seems um, like something that would be helpful for metrics and all that kind of stuff.
3: I've never heard of this before. This article, not that I'm the barometer of all things, you know, knowable. But anyways, that this tune out timestamp supposedly occurs at exactly this moment. in this scene where over 80% of the people watching this show turned it off and then subsequently canceled their Disney plus memberships. Um, because that some people think that this part of the, the show is purporting to support the black lives matter movement. Mm-hmm. Um, You mean the treat people like people movement? I'm just (laughs) gonna be honest for a second. First of all, this is so fucking stupid. That really, honestly, like, I get not 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 agreeing with me about certain things politically. Um, I get you think that it's I'm preaching to you or whatever, and you don't appreciate it. You can click off and create your own uh, what. Call it uh, time out, time on yeah, yeah. Our podcast, Creator. we we aren't tracking those metrics, so we won't know. I'm not. <laughs> no, I won't know. I won't. My feelings won't be hurt. Um, but I feel like we've established pretty much as a podcast, we believe that civil rights are not a political issue, right? Um, and therefore, you don't play games with civil rights. Um, I don't think the show this shouldn't preaching. be controversial. <laughs> it should not. It, it wasn't. It wasn't dis- it wasn't disturbing. It wasn't like over the top. It wasn't, you know, what was it? Uh, defund the police wasn't said. Black Lives Matter wasn't said. I didn't even read that honestly as anything other of like, this is what would happen. Cops have bias sometimes. Some cops have bias sometimes. They looked at what they thought was an angry person, you know, being angry at another person who happened to be white. I'll be real. We, we know that that probably was put in there because this show is not shying away from racial issues but to go on to say that 80% (laughs) that first of all if there is such a thing as a tune out timestamp Disney isn't fucking sharing that with you no like that's that's stupid stupid and secondly uh, oh no what no just that's stupid I'm just stick with this stupid this is stupid this article is stupid. Everything about this is dumb. Just, <laughs> I'm good with that. That's what I, I've said my piece. I said that. I said Everything what I said.
1: We got this covered. Stop, stop fucking stop, it.
3: stop recommending this bullshit to me because I'm tired of fucking talking. You hear that it. Google? Like <laughs> I know my phone listens right. to me, so stop fucking recommending. No, I'm, I'm gonna. We got this click Co- onto
1: Google, and it's gonna be like 93 different. We got this covered articles, and I'm gonna like curse the sky and fall to my knees, like the end of Shawshank. Uh,
3: I I'm bringing it up because it's related to our show, and it's. I feel like this is someone who addressed something. I, I don't know the writer of this article. I feel like someone whose handle on YouTube is Doomcock yeah. is someone that I probably I don't really get need along a with
1: bunch it. of incels to have more like airtime and more more attention brought to them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I do. I absolutely do. Um, oh. Brutal. Well, on that happy note, oh, what other what we other are news do we have? Is that it? That's that's actually it. Nice. Um, that is it this week, because I feel like that's all that we really wanted to address um, about this <laughs> and bullshit. about um, and about cocks of doom. That's true. I, I think we've had enough references to cock on this episode of the podcast, so we're we're moving on. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, we are going to be back and we're going to talk about some fucking the whole world is watching because hot damn. guys. <laughs> Woo! We'll see you guys on the other side.
1: Hello there again.
3: <laughs> and we're back. And we're walking. Oh, okay. Now that we've we've cleared the system of that bullshit, let's talk about some other bullshit. Um Snark off the top holy shit again like I I don't know if I should have waited some before we did this episode but like it's still it's still raw damn. it still hurts that scene and just like whew. oh yeah. my god, some of the, some of the things that were said in this episode about destroying that shield, and I was like, you better not fucking destroy that shield. And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, well,
1: we've maybe we oh, we've destroy said it. we said it before.
3: Like the this is this seems to be like a,
1: the the trend is like you know, get rid of the past, kill it if you have to. Like that's that's yep. what we're talking about again. Like, I mean, I, that that's just ahead. I mean that's what we're talking about again. The, it's the same, the same theme. Like what, what do symbols mean? Like, do we need, do we need that symbol based on what it's, based on what it's kind standing for to, to other people? And this is, this is like a lot of this seems to be very on the nose about some statues. I uh, I was wondering if I um, would get there tonight. So it, it seems um, super on the nose for it, which is, which is fine. I mean, I still feel like that's a relevant conversation. Um, that that's that's not something that's going to going to or should go away necessarily
3: I guess for me i mean I just I understand that if the show chooses to go that route and to destroy the shield or or to recreate the shield or to do something with with the shield, I understand that is possible um I just. I don't know about you, but I I the idea of destroying the shield seems a whole hell of a lot more appealing to me now than it did through any time previous. Um just whew. well let's get the basics out of the out of the way. Um tonight's uh writer uh was Derek Kolstad, again directed by Carrie Skogland um, entitled The Whole World Is Watching this is season one, episode four of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I feel like this is a um, jam-packed episode, too.
1: Like, it, you know, it, it feels like it. Like, it feels like this is a lot. We we cover a lot of ground, unlike some of the ones maybe in the past or where we, I know we we talk about a lot, like the... That oh, not not really any nothing happens in this episode really. Like we don't we don't end up very much farther. But this one this this one's one of those one of those turning of the corners. If you are familiar with our back catalogue, mm-hmm. the scholar is fond of saying. We've <laughs> turned a corner. <laughs> and we and sure kind of did. turned a, turned a corner that uh, there's really no going back from.
3: Like, you know, I think tonight last week the very the very last uh, scene last week was, or, or not the very last, but last week seeing Carly kind of kill those security guards was the, Hey, there's no coming back from it. Like this is a bad guy. Lines have been crossed. And I think Sammy, Sam even talks about it. He's like, I agree with you. I just don't like yeah. the way you're fighting this Just fight. the
1: conversation we had and last week about you know, the civil war and the, you were on different sides and we're doing things differently. But th- this is this is that same idea, but done. I mean, this is the this is the you've gone a bridge too far version of that. Way too far. Like now you're yeah. now you're killing innocent yeah. innocent people, and that's not that's not something that was happening in like the civil war conversation. It was the superheroes battling each other because of what one of the other ones did and how to address that and handle it. But now this is like directly. Like, hey, I want to get to this end, and he's like, Sam says, I do too,
2: but not by killing people,
1: not by murdering people. So it's it's interesting to see like a different, just a different spin on that, on that formula of of the civil war, of the people fight like people fighting to the same end differently, but which one's too far?
3: It, there's a whole lot of ends justifying means talk. I believe specifically. That's like the line of dialogue.
1: Yes. I mean, it's in—is it, it in Russian uh, or Wakandan? I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like it was in Wakandan. Maybe um, there. the The intro to this he... episode was was great, especially combined with the uh, article that I saw that people will come up and try and activate uh, Sebastian Stan like on on the
3: street. <laughs> 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 I'm like that's amazing. And you, now now there's all the words. I... I love the fact that, yeah, the very beginning of this episode, the flashback. Like, what were we taught? We were just talking about this on an episode where we're like, you know, we we don't see very much of of Bucky in Wakanda. I mean, we see the scene where he's, you know, put back to cryogenic sleep. We see the scene where he gets the arm from uh from the Black Panther. And like this getting to see the fact that Ao Um, who I now do recognize. (laughs) Um, I went back and saw her in in other things this week. Um, But seeing this scene where you get AO and like, I heard someone describe Sebastian Stan and Bucky as like, Hey, Marvel has been trying to make him a thing in these movies for a long time. Right. And it like, I I thought about that because at first I was like, fuck you. Like I like Bucky a lot. And I was like, you like everything yeah. about Captain America and his sidekicks, like chill out, think about what they're actually saying. And I, I get where this person is coming from in that, like, you know, he is featured heavily in Captain America, the first, and then he's a huge part of, uh, you know, the second Captain America. And like for a character who doesn't really do a lot other than be a bad guy, he does get some really cool iconic like lines and scenes and that scene in Endgame game where he comes through the bubble and like, or the scene where he dies in infinity war, like he gets some pretty cool scenes um, over other characters who maybe, you know, have been around longer and done more things, but like seeing him, I mean, I don't know about you, but like that was fucking emotional when you see, when, she tell, when A.O. tells him, like, you're free and you get to see all these things that Bucky did as the Winter Soldier, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Sebastian Stan can freaking act, man. Like, he can act. That He acted the shit out of that scene. And, like, that was just...
1: Yeah. That was beautiful. I, if there's any Disney scene. execs listening, please, please make him Luke Skywalker.
3: Yes, <laughs> I would be a fan of that. Oh, my God. I would be a fan of him as Luke Skywalker. Um, if not, I'm canceling seeing, my account. So... There you go. Please <laughs> make him please, Skywalker. You, you see this scene where she's reading to him the activation uh, keywords. Um, and while, while this is happening, you know, she is... He, Bucky is sitting there. He's sobbing and he doesn't want to be activated. And I love the, like, the juxtaposition of her telling Bucky, like, don't worry you're not going to hurt anybody like i yeah, won't we let got this. you like i was like "Woof, who i believe her too i 100% believe that ao would be yeah, like don't don't worry. Like, we'll, don't worry and we'll we'll see it we'll get there <laughs> <laughs> but that scene is just so great when she's when she's like you're free you don't need to worry about this anymore and oh it was i felt like it fit with the story too because like me, if you're anything at all like me, the ending of last week's episode... I mean, you knew that this was a Wakandan character, but you didn't know who... You couldn't remember. I couldn't remember who she was. And I felt like this kind of little bit of backstory really made this next scene like hit that much harder, you know? Like, it, it was the betrayal of, hey, I helped you out, and you've liberated the guy who killed right. our king. Like, like, what the fuck, man? I, I just... I guess what the fuck was my like key <laughs> key takeaway from every scene this episode. Um I I just I loved the dialogue that they had here and the fact that she trusts him enough to be like, all right, you got eight hours. Figure it out. But I'm coming for Zemo yeah. and I'm taking whether you want it or not. Yeah. And and turns out right. she can not Yeah, this this that. isn't an idle threat. Um And we'll we'll get there. Um but uh I just I wondered, and I'm glad they kind of addressed it immediately. They didn't make Bucky lie to everybody. I like the fact that Bucky was immediately like told Sam and Zemo, like, "Hey, yeah, the Wakandans are here. They want to kill you, so we might want to speed this up a little bit." <laughs> and like, it, it, I just everything you talked you talked about it. You nailed the head. You nailed the nail on the head when you said like lots of shit happens this week, and it's just the scene that follows where you get this uh, supremacist dialogue from Zemo mm. I feel like we're, Zemo's growing up this week like we get more from him you know like i i came away from that scene kind of acknowledging like Zemo's got a point you know i mean i think he he views anyone who has who has the serum as a supremacist although he did concede that Steve you know never actually Showed the signs that he was worried about. Everybody else who has this serum in them, right, has this kind of like. But there was there's better. There's
1: no one. There's never been anyone like Steve,
3: and there won't be. That's the thing. And they're not. They're it's, not making. I think any that's more one Steve's. of the one of the <laughs> quotes
1: later. Is it or that uh, Battlestar says is just the you know having the superpowers having the serum just makes you more of who you already were. And I'm like, uh, kind mm. kind of, and. I, I always think back to the quote the absolute power corrupts absolutely. And I, I feel like that mm-hmm. is that is pretty pretty apt for, for this. Like yeah, you're you're gonna be more of just more of who you already were. And we're already seeing shades of who like John Walker is and who sh- and shades of who this uh the, the world group I'm blanket on their name. Yeah, per per group. Flags world flag masher, flag yeah. yeah i'm blanking i was blanking on their name but we're seeing shades of who they are and their superpowers have amplified who they are and we're seeing she's willing to go go places that uh are uh, are pretty pretty rough
3: she's i i think that was to, to steal a phrase that i think i coined on this episode of <laughs> this uh podcast but that was the that that was her corner turning moment of like, Hey, look, I will kill people. I, I will. Like that's, you you come away from this episode because the next thing that happens, right. The, I, I just chronologically, I want to get to the Sam and uh, Carly scene because that's another really well acted scene. Um, the dialogue for these, these actors is just killing it this week. Um, so our heroes, we learn that we need to, ha- we need to go, the, to the funeral of uh, Mama Danya, who is the character who took in Carly and much of the other refugees in that group. It sounds like Mama Danya is kind of like their their maternal figure for everybody. I mean, they call it's her the Mama. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was great. That One was of my great. wife's friends says she is um,
1: uh, Little Beans Titi. So, I'm like, uh, Oh, okay. yeah. That uh, it's a. I think it's a cultural aspect that like I wasn't wasn't aware of.
3: I've heard yeah. that phrase before too. Honestly, the TT thing. So I was like, "Oh, was I've funny. heard that before," and I loved the. It. it was very funny. It was a nice moment of like levity, and the the episode that was super heavy and got only got right. heavier. Um, but they head to they head to this funeral because they want to catch slash talk slash sympathize with with Carly. Um, and when they get there, I. I don't know about you, but I guess the, the, the it kind of struck me as a little bit hypocritical. This scene where, you know, the, the three, you know, our three characters, so it's Bucky and it's Sam and it's Zemo are walking through this group of refugees camp and all of these refugees are running from them. And you get this little bit of dialogue from the the one character who's willing to talk to Sam and he's like, we don't trust outsiders. And that to me, I understand why, why you would be able to, you know, kind of write this line about how they don't trust the outsiders, but isn't their whole thing like, Hey, one world, one community. So what would be an outsider? Technically, if, if we're going with this kind of, Hey, you know, there are no borders. There are no, we're all the same kind of logic. Why would you then turn around and in the same phrase say like, we don't trust you because you're not from here. You know, like I, I don't know if that was just me, but maybe that struck me as a little bit I didn't think of it that way. Um I don't know. I just I'm probably overthinking. That's that's why or, we have a podcast. That's what we're no. doing here.
1: Overthinking things.
3: Is <laughs> overthinking scenes every scene. That's um, why we
1: talk for two hours.
3: That is true. I'm if you can't tell, I'm trying to I feel like we're racing towards a specific scene. I'm trying to slow us down because there is some really powerful stuff this week. Um, this, this scene where you get between Morgenthau and the other super soldier, um, the, the one they call Nico where they're in the graveyard and you do see that they have all the other vials of the super soldier serum and looking at it, like I get the, the thing that crossed through my mind was like, that's a lot of Captain yes. America's. I mean, there, I think there's, there's 20 of 20 vials left. But there was 20 total, and seven have been given out, so there's 13 left. I was like, "That's." It immediately went to my mind of your prediction of uh, Costco Cap getting the formula and turning into a hmm. super bad guy, and I was like, "Weird." Well, now we've we've you know reintroduced <laughs> the serum, so we'll, we know that we'll, that's get, probably see, we'll get to see we'll get to see if he soon. juices or not. <laughs> well, I think I think we'll get very, to see very soon, soon as in maybe. Maybe by the back half of this podcast, (laughs) um, you you get this kind of dialogue, which and this goes to your you know kill the past if you have to kind of kind of logic that's been happening. This talk between Nico and Carly in the graveyard, where they're talking about how the the shield you know symbolizes a bygone era and they talk about how nico's grandfathers fought the nazis and how he was a fan of captain america and like the the dialogue that he delivers about how like the world is more complicated now we need a leader who looks like us as opposed to you know a captain america like i that line stuck so hard when i was watching that i was like jesus like i empathize so much with these these guys like they are they're doing what they think is right. They just don't know how to do it without violence because they they're they're doing what we want them to do. They're they're protesting peacefully and the rest of the world's just like, eh, fuck you. Like there's something else I want to watch on TV on. And like I get why that would drive like so much anger in these folks. And like what they're doing is it doesn't, if they, if doesn't really matter. Them. It really humanizes them, truthfully. I mean, up until now, they've just been the bad guys. I don't know that I think of them as the bad guys now. I mean they're It's we we don't morally... really see, I I don't feel like there's really bad
1: guys even, really necessarily in this show. Like Zemo is a bad guy. Sort of. Like but it's it adds uh, yeah. The, like I, I think I said last week or the week before like the the level of nuance that's added into all of these characters that it gives them like w- when you know, when you know someone else's motivations, when you know their, their thoughts, their feelings, their fears, all those kinds of things. Like, Oh, I can kind of see where you're coming from. I don't agree with you. I don't agree with the way you're doing things. It, and it goes back to the the civil war, the cat versus Tony. Like idea that, mm-hmm. but we're getting to see nuance. And that's, that's something that we don't, we don't always have in, in real life. Like, and, when we flip on the, you know, we flip on the news and we see like someone's, you know, some terrorist group is blown up a subway and you're like, bad, go kill them, take them all out immediately. You don't get to see the, any nuance at all. It's like me hammer, you nail. There's none of that. So that's what we're, we're getting to see these thoughts and motivations. Cause I mean, if you flipped on, flipped on the news after one of the, I, I mean, they even show the news and they're like, this person had a, had a child and. And it, and it's mm-hmm. and you see the yeah. news the news stories and that's all anyone is is seeing so they're seeing this terrorist group and the terrorist group's going, but but that's I mean we're trying to get our thing out there,
3: and there was like I don't I don't yeah. I don't agree framed. with yeah.
1: blowing up you know civilians like that's that's not the way to go go about doing things, but they're like hey, like this is this is what we this is the way we know know how this is what we're how how we know to act
3: this it is makes, the only yeah, option it makes you feel
1: but... it makes you feel some kind of way like seeing seeing the motivations of of a terrorist group and it's just something that is uncomfortable and that as a as a culture the way news is structured like we are not accustomed to looking at
3: examining or feeling it's 100% i think that's the the that's the point right there right is The news portrayed that... What did you take away from, you know, the Flag Smashers blowing up that building? Well, they killed a father of two, right? And he had only been on the job for, like, a week or two weeks or something like that. Like, no talk about why they're motivated to do this. No talk about anything other than the fact that this was bad, people died, you should hate them. Like, and I get the criticism, I think, that's being portrayed there, and it's just this is what Battlestar Galactica did in 2003 that was so fucking divisive at the time when it was like, that. it was an analogy to the Iraq war and they're talking about how, you know, remember there's an episode where the, the humans turn themselves into suicide yeah. bombers and you end up like halfway through this scene where you're fighting Cylons and they're machines so it's okay. But halfway through this the episode, I'm, I remember thinking to myself like, holy shit did they just make me empathize (laughs) with the iraqis because and at the time you know we're at war with iraq and like that was the first time i went there are some really smart people in this world that know how to write and use you know kind of a a lens if you will of hey look at it through this point of view or change the the color of these people's skins portraying and you this, think differently yes feel differently. that there is
1: there yeah. is nuance that is in the world that we have slowly been moving away from nuance i what was that like our second episode we we're talking about the death of nuance the
2: death of and nuance. That's, that's what it is
1: yep. so we're we're seeing more and more so hey if that article is true about all oh, people tuned out at this point like yeah there's probably some death of nuance because now you're getting to see it and you're like well that that does not make me feel comfortable. And I don't want to look at that because that makes me uncomfortable. I, it's the That's cognitive dissonance. You get, you get away with writing. And the, uh, like I just watched, yeah. a, watched a quick video on the backfire effect and that, and it's essentially what it is, is, Ooh, I don't like the way that makes me feel. That challenges my worldview. So I need to really double down on my current worldview and reject that. Cause I need to make it, make it where this doesn't, this doesn't hurt and I don't have to think about it.
3: Mm-hmm. There was a TikTok that it I watched. It is
1: probably oh, the same yes, TikTok.
3: <laughs> yeah, you broke me. Ah, and you've, you've now gotten me I on have, I have dragged
1: TikTok the grumpy old man from Gran Torino kicking and screaming into the 21st century. <laughs> yes,
3: you yes, you have. You can come well, onto my lawn, I just, children. I think it, it is, I think it is probably the same TikTok, but it's. you're absolutely right. He says it in the video and he's like, look, I have to, you know, I don't believe these things. I I heard them on talk radio and it was was described in such a way that it made me feel Mm -hmm. like it was my idea. So now I have to run onto the internet and tell the internet why I feel this way and that you should all agree with me. And if you don't, then you know, fuck you because other people will. And I'm like, (laughs) holy shit. This is all accurate. Like I've seen this shit happen in the last week. Like it's it's the kind of stuff that when you watch and if you it's don't peer, don't peek behind the mirror. Don't look at the man in the corner. It's the wizard of Oz has been telling us this shit for years and no one would pay attention. And I feel like now, now we may have realized like some people, more and more people are starting to realize there's a man behind the curtain. mm -hmm. The way that things are portrayed to us can absolutely have an, have a, a a coloring effect, if you will, of why we think the way we think about certain things. And I just... Hashtag eat the rich. You know what, actually, <laughs> challenge your word of worldview once in a while. You might be surprised. I mean, that's, I think, why... Okay, so friend of the podcast, he gets called out frequently, um, but friend of the podcast, Sonny, uh, is into Marvel shit on a deeper level than either of us are. And he talks about this stuff... Where like he'll he'll point out the connective theory. You know the this scene in uh, It's Always Sunny yes. where there's the it's all connected thing. Um so Sonny does that. He'll listen to our episode after watching the episode and he'll come into my office and say, It's all connected yes, and here's it how is. it's gonna go and and, <laughs> and I listen to him talk about this stuff, but I think from a different perspective, you know, he talks we had a conversation this week about Superman and about how, you know, I'm not the world's biggest fan on superman total aside guys from the episode we'll, <laughs> we'll be back in just a second to the episode but he talks about how you know he's a big dc guy in addition to being a big marvel guy and i'm like well that's cool but superman's lame like i'm just gonna be real with you i hate superman i think he's one of the lamest comics characters that exists i know you don't agree with me Stark, um but to me you know superman is this character that's you know, he's the he can be only defeated by one thing and like that thing is super <laughs> and rare and occasionally <laughs> he keeps finding tiny, tiny shards of it. Um and and he turned me on to this this uh issue of of Superman and I guess I, I don't remember the issue, but it was it was one of these things where he talks about, you know, how Sonny has had a different upbringing than I have. So than I have have, have. Um and he talks about how this one issue of superman where you know it's a basically a counter running it through every panel of superman he's saving people and the counter just keeps you know spiraling up and up and up and you get to the end of the day and you find out that that's the the uh you know the death counter that superman couldn't prevent and it talks about how you know superman is supposed to be the ideal the perfect man he's not supposed to save everybody um and he's kind of grief-stricken because all the people he didn't save, as opposed to the numerous people he did save during the the issue, you know, the page you see. Um, And just talks about how comics, comics have that unique ability to kind of change your paradigm view of something and say, hey, look at it from this point of view. And taking the, the comic style of writing and the comic style of like, there are no red lines. There's nothing we can't talk about in comic books and putting it on the screen the way that, that they did this week showing this I mean we're watching a terrorist you know logic have a conversation with a superhero You, you this scene between Flag Smasher and Falcon and the fact that you know I, I think hearing Sam tell Flag Smasher hey I agree with you like I, I'm on your side my sister and I, you know, suffered the same injustices, the same kind of bullshit that you're feeling. But we can't go around killing people because of it. Like seeing that, you can't have a Tony Stark uh, say that. You can't have, you know, Steve Rogers is not going to get up and say that to her. But giving us this character of Falcon, who's so nuanced and so like, we know more about him than we've ever known about the others like I, I just I find it fascinating and I totally apologize hey, for the that seven is, that minute diatribe okay. I came along
0: I just want to talk Bold of you sorry for your loss don't condescend to me I'm not a child i not condescending I know what it feels like to lose someone believe me no you don't not like this It doesn't have to be a war, Carla. They started a war as soon as they kicked us out of our new homes and onto the street. People all around the world need me, millions of them. I can't speak for millions, but I understand you. I understand your frustration. I understand your helplessness. So you want me to stop because people are getting hurt, right? But Sam, what if I'm making the world a better place? It's not a better place if you're killing people, it's just different. You're either brilliant or just hopelessly optimistic. Why can't I be a little bit of both? No.
2: No, uh, no, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. This is a bad idea. It hasn't been 10 minutes, John, just a tight. Don't do that. Don't patronize me. He knows what he's doing.
2: Going in.
0: This is all really easy for you, isn't it? All that serum running through your veins. Barnes? Your partner needs backup in there. Do you really want his blood on your hands? This guy I know, who knows more about super soldiers than anyone else on the planet. He says, you're a supremacist. Me? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Everything I do is to end supremacy. These corporations and the beasts who run them, they're the supremacists. So, let me ask you, you have my serum, right? So? Are you going to increase your army? You're killing innocent people. They're not innocent. They're roadblocks in my journey and I'll kill them again if I had to. Wow. No, 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 no. I didn't mean it like that. You tricked me into sounding like... Like what? The people I'm fighting are trying to take your home, son. Why are you here instead of stopping them? And my sister's waiting for that exact same answer. I'm not your enemy. I agree with your fight. I just can't get with the way you're fighting it. And I'm sure she
2: wouldn't either. hello there (laughs)
3: Ah, and your little dog too (laughs) that sounded like that was fun everybody okay yep i think everything everything missed us good 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 Um, but it should be
1: should be through now
3: well the people will never know
1: Actually, you no, know what? Maybe, maybe they will. <laughs> like, who, know, who knows? Because now the momentum has been shattered. Thank you, nature.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is the second week in a row that we've had to take a pause during the podcast. For forces but of nature. That is true. That, it is, that true. is true. That is true. Thankfully, the people will not know about the the first pause because the editor caught that. But <laughs> no, I, I think we were talking about... Um, Superman. We're talking about Superman and and different points of view and the death of nuance, all of which lead lead up to this wonderful scene between Carly and Sam, in the, I guess the flag smashers, you know, kind of compound location where they are. Um, I I don't know. I don't want to wax poetic about it. I mean, the funeral. it this this scene where she just kind of talks to him, and you see that these are just two people talking. Like I, I get, and it. he was like, he was so close.
1: Like, I think you knew was going to
3: happen. I think he would have been able to talk her down. You know, I mean, I I'm. It's the first yeah. time I think we've heard Sam talk about being you know kind of doing that counseling for people, um, and, and since maybe Civil War, um, so it's nice to have a reference to that again, um. But yes, you you mentioned that he was not able to because why? Well, Neanderthal rolls in. <laughs> cap is like I will smash, cap smash, Captain, cap douche face, uh, Costco Cap, um, as we're calling him. Um, How is that not caught on?
1: Like I, I feel like we need we need more people to spread the word that you heard it here first, Costco Cap.
3: Costco Cap is, I think, the most apt ab- not like. Nominator of who this guy stands for and, and what he is. I just his, his nom de plume. Nom de plume. That's good. That's good. Thank I you. like that. I just there's no way. First of all, he was given. I mean, he agrees to give Sam ten minutes. There's no. So, there's no like sounds of gunfire or there's no violence being heard from the other room. And he's like, uh, no, actually, I just changed my mind. I don't want to wait. I'm gonna like run into this room. And ruin yeah. all the momentum you've got. Yeah, let's like, a,
1: let's arrest them. Arrest them. Arrest them. Quick. Wh- and, Just wh- is fitting since while we were waiting waiting this uh, the tornado out, I saw a video of a uh, army lieutenant at a traffic stop being pepper sprayed in the face for what appears to be
3: no cause. Holy so shit! It's like, yeah,
1: it, it's like that kind of that kind of stuff all the time.
3: Oh, that's a rough rough video. Um, but I did see that he's suing the state for that. And yeah. I good. 100% <laughs> believe that he should win. because Get him. <laughs> when you see shit like that, it's really hard to not want those guys to, you know, bankrupt the police. Or right. fucking like, oh, Jesus, it's so fucking stupid. to To me, Hammer, you nail it. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening here. Um, and and then you get this... I I don't know. I just, I think this this scene the only thing that i think is great or i guess not the only thing but seeing seeing this scene where you get you know we we eliminate all the extra vials of the super soldier serum like i really liked the fact that they gave zemo zemo a chance to like nerd rage and stomp (laughs) on all the vials um but i i did want to ask you so he misses one vial was it not an immediately evident to you when john walker picks up that vial that like yeah he's gonna take the serum and it's gonna be oh yeah weird. like
1: I, I, I knew i knew that was going to happen i do appreciate that we get an extra scene where he's he may be struggling with it a little bit i don't know if he'd already done it at that point but i mean they they were throwing little little bread com- crumbs through the the oh it must be nice to be able to do this with uh with that super soldier serum running through your veins like that, there oh, is like, oh, yeah. he's definitely, he's one hundred percent going to be doing this because that's. He's like, I'm gonna take whatever advantage I can get. You're like, we're just we're normal people. Mm-hmm. Honestly, honestly, I thought that he would take it after the next scene, uh, but it, it. I mean, as soon as you see him blast one of those people down the stairs, I was like, oh yeah, definitely. Like he's
3: he's already he's already juicing.
1: Like he took that, his he took his pre workout.
3: Yeah, that scene where where and we're getting there. Um, yeah, yeah. But so one one of the vials does get away, and John picks them up, uh, picks it up, and puts it in his pocket. Um, so like he, the only thing that's left really to talk about is the fact that I mean we did tease this earlier is the the Wakandans gave us eight hours to catch, you know, to use Zemo <laughs> and they meant eight hours when they said eight I, hours because I also cumped. think
1: it's, it's interesting with, uh, I mean, just to an aside on, on Zemo, he has had so many chances to run. Like yeah. if he, if he wanted to go and like uh, just take off and go, you know, start whatever you know, villain shit he wants to do. I want to go do villain shit with my friends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like whatever, whatever he wanted to go do, he he could have very easily done that at any point through this and honestly when like he's like sneaking into the room I'm like uh, okay well here's that moment here's that moment I kept waiting for that moment and it never yeah. it never shows up he's sticking with this because he he has that I mean he, that's I'm saying it's the the nuance in the villains that he has that conviction that he's like I want to make sure that the super soldier nonsense is done
3: like done,
1: done. I appreciate
3: <laughs> that he he at the very least He's a bad guy, but he, at the very least, it's either one of two things, okay? So, Pollyanna is gonna say, he kept his word. Like, he told them, hey, I will help you. I mean, I will help you get this super soldier serum. We have the same end goal, essentially. I'll help you get this. Or, is it that he's a man of his word, and he's actually going to do, you know, this, the right thing for once? I know it's likely the latter and that he, you know, the only reason he's doing this is because they have similar goals and like, Hey, you want to just, you know, destroy this, this group of flag smashers. I want all of this super soldier serum gone. So we'll work together until, you know, until we can't, until we can't, but right. I, I actually gained a lot of respect for his character in that he didn't run immediately. Like, I don't know if that's, you know, the scene with the little kids, like they're giving us clues that maybe not everything is on the up and up. When he tells a little girl, like, "Hey, you can't trust these two; they're bad men." Like, I think there's definitely something there, and we might see, we might see that Zemo is like creating a little army of the, you know, orphans or kids. It was very Game of Thrones, like with the Sparrow having his army of the little ones, you know. <laughs> but I mean, um, at the end of the day, he's still he's still a
1: bad guy, and bad guy is going to do bad guy shit.
3: But yes, but. I don't know. I just I kind of felt like maybe he's actually for once doing the right thing or somewhat of a right thing. I mean, in a twisted way, you know, I could see how he would say, you know, this was the right thing to do, I guess. I don't know. I'm probably grasping at straws here, but I like the character a lot. And I'm I'm hopeful that he won't you know be gone at the end of this series. But I said the same thing about John Walker. And I'm 100 percent going to be wrong about that. <laughs> Because,
1: um, because somebody definitely called this. Like I, i feel like I made sure I sent this, uh, sent that message before I watched this mm-hmm. episode. And they're like, wait, I didn't make this prediction last week. But as I was on my on my run this morning and listening to our to last week's, I'm like, you know what? Like, um, there's some there's some other breadcrumbs, and the only person that is that is holding John Walker back is Battlestar. That's it.
3: And you know, we, I heard. Yeah, go ahead. We Sorry. can't.
1: Uh, yeah, we we can't get you know, crazy. John Walker without a without something happening to Battlestar. So Ooh. he's probably dead
3: or gonna get close to it. I I really like the Battlestar character, and you'll notice that I use the past tense. Um, there, there is indeed a past tense here. I mean, it's a comic book world, so who knows? Um, I. Okay, so so I want to get to that, but really quickly, the scene with the the Wakandans when they come in and they just wreck the freaking—I oh, mean, yeah. they wreck Costco Cap, they wreck Battlestar, so good. Which also leads him scene, down that
1: road of juicing.
3: Like, yes,
1: like I just got my ass kicked by by all these people, like,
3: and they're uh, not even <laughs> super soldiers. Yeah, which that's I, the line. I don't,
1: point. I don't know how I feel about about that. Uh, Go ahead. Really, I think I think of that as is more along the lines of like Wonder Woman like it's like you're fighting an Amazonian and yeah okay so maybe they're not they're not like superheroes but or they don't have like special superpowers but they're badass they're pretty yeah. pretty damn they're they're essentially
3: superheroes like, with superpowers but he doesn't know that. Well, I guess no, that's not true. There, he would have the ability to know that. I mean, we know who Black Panther is. We know what Black Panther does. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, look at all those Wakandans at the end of Endgame that are, you know, show up and help fight. And those folks right. do have superpowers. Techni- um, technically, but
1: I'm like, Wak- Wakanda is kind of like. I feel like it's kind of like Amazon or Krypton.
3: <laughs> 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 it's
1: like they're. They're not amongst mortals. <laughs> Let's put True. it that way.
3: They're stronger than, than most. Yes, I right. think that's absolutely fair. And
1: we we do, in that scene, get my my favorite uh, my favorite line, I think, of the episode. We're like, hey, we should do something. You're doing great, John. <laughs> They're just all <laughs> standing back and just like, hey, good job. That, he's, he's that getting his, Just getting his
3: ass beat. And th- that was awesome. That was a very good line. That was nicely done. Um, (laughs) That was was
1: almost, almost when you're, that was almost going to be the sign off one. But Uh, when, once we get to the end of the episode, it's like, ah, no, you're not doing, you're not doing great, John. So I I couldn't, I couldn't in good conscience use that one as the sign off, (laughs) even though it is my favorite line of the episode. It's a great
3: line. It, It deserves the credit. I mean, of the fact that it is a fantastic line. Um, And I like the fact that the Wakandans show again, they're not going to escalate the fight. They weren't fighting Sam or Bucky until Sam or Bucky got involved in the fight. Um, So they were there for one thing. I loved the line, uh, seeing Zemo finally. I think Zemo taking off at this point, I don't necessarily have a problem with because Zemo knows that like, hey, at this point they're coming for me. um, And I don't think that you guys are going to be able to stop them because they weren't. (laughs) <laughs> and the the thing about who saw him pull, I didn't see him pulling an El Chapo and uh, Bucky being like, I did. Um, that was fucking hysterical. I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. Um, and we haven't really talked about it, but you know, agent Carter is in this, is in this episode um, again. Um, not a little the, bit, not the real agent Carter, but her niece, um, agent 13 agent Carter Um you get this scene where carly calls calls mm-hmm. sam's sister um, and yeah. kind of pseudo threat i don't know i don't further, I further see down, down is, the line like further down I didn't see that probably. as threatening
1: yeah well at first it wasn't it, it was just hey i need you to help me get him on on your, my side yeah. and if you don't i know where you live i know where your kids live i know what you do i know where you do it mm-hmm. And you should make sure that you're doing what I say. I, I so mean, that, that last half. And I know I was watching my wife's like, that wasn't necessary. Like, why? Yeah. You <laughs> shouldn't have to do that. But that's, that's the, the thing we're talking about with consistently crossing the lines. And that's what, she's, it, that's what she's doing.
3: It just further proves the point that once you cross the line once... It's so much easier to cross it again. I think, personally, um,
1: ask our politicians.
3: Fair, fair. <laughs> once you you know steal and screw and basically tell the world that we don't care about you, yeah, um, or your you know constituents, and and the constituents turn around and say we don't care that you do all of these things. Um, why? Why would you not? Um, but, anyways, that's a that's a for a different <laughs> part of the show. Yeah, we we already um, passed the politics part you get this John Walker does Don John Walker shit and like takes off and is trying to capture the flag smashers. I heard an interesting theory about this and I wanted to run this by you because John has been kind of humiliated. Like at this point, yeah. like the only thing that makes him cap is that shield and the costume, but he is not cap. He's not able to do caps shit for you know lack of a better explanation. Um, and he's not a earlier, super soldier. Well, early in the episode where he's fighting the, he's fighting the flag smashers. I heard someone say that like at this point where he's fighting them and like, they kind of go for this like horror kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, but it was almost like a scream style. Like, you know, I'm jumping out of the shadows to scare you thing. Do you think that those super soldiers were actually there or do you think that this was in his mind? Cause I could see this being like a hallucination because, you know, he's taken the ser- the serum at this point, obviously, and he's kind of like, kind of fucking paranoid, and like, I don't want to get embarrassed again, kind of yeah. deal. I don't know. I might I again. Mean, if, might be
1: if it's all if it's all in his head, then it's all in his head for four people.
3: Yeah, good point. Because he's, I don't he's know. fighting. I,
1: just, I mean, it, Sam's there. Like you, you see the impact on. Uh, I, I don't know why I keep blanking on her name, Carrie, Carly, Carly. Carly yeah. yeah. Oh, but you see, like you, they're they're all there. So if, if those couple people jumping out of the shadows are in his head, then uh, I I don't know because they they seem to be keeping everyone else occupied.
3: I don't know. I just there's there's they'd be interesting. The where it's, it's just John and it's just the one flag smasher. Oh, yeah. Like where he throws the shield and it sticks in the wall, right? And like. I don't know Maybe totally I think if it were they probably would have get told us that or given us some indication that it was that um I don't know i just Maybe, I love... it would be it would be really interesting because
1: we really don't know what the effects of the serum are other than like with winter soldier or with the flag smashers like it in not even not even that much just just a little bit um, so it, to... it, would, it would be interesting to see. If that was like, oh, hey, this is this is one of the side effects, which I forgot to print before. But I think it's interesting that the super soldier, quote, the program like Winter Soldier and all that stuff really alarmingly mirrors. I don't know, say Wolverine and Deadpool and uh, that whole origin story. (laughs) It's very it's very strange how that uh, that seemed to come straight back up. So just another another X Men tie-in to add into this this week's episode is
2: mm-hmm. there there
1: were a bunch of a, apparently a bunch of X Men references on a a site that was put up by Marvel for Madreport that was like yes. a, a fun fan site and uh, you have you have things like Dakin as the ship names that are there uh, which is also very interesting yep. yes because Dakin is fucking crazy and that was a really cool storyline to. To, I guess eventually lead to old man Logan, but uh, isn't Dakin eventually part of the Dark Avengers for a little while? Yes, it's like Wolverine's kid.
3: Well, I think that could be
1: Anyway, That's that's a whole I... other whole other aside. We'll get there, but don't worry, guys. We've got, we've got plenty of X Men references, so I think it's interesting. The Super Soldier program that kind of mirrors that it's all connected, man. It's all connected. It really is. Guys. It's almost yeah. like it's all connected specifically in service of making you go back and watch back issues or watch other movies or watch other properties that you would not maybe necessarily watch. It's very strange how this mirrors the comic book world. Like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, there's a reference in here from a comic book that's six years old and that you'll never be able to find. So you <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> but you can buy the digital version on Marvel.com right now for $13.99. Totally.
1: Um. Totally. And you can go back and you can get all of those all of those references. So it's really cool. And it's really it's brilliant not only from a storytelling aspect, but brilliant from a marketing strategy as, or marketing perspective as well. How how all of this world building is run.
3: There I'm, was here, I'm here for it. I'm like fully suckered in. Fine by me. Don't, yeah. Don't worry, guys. If if we get to that point and the fucking X Men are covered, we're going to talk mm. about it on the podcast. Don't worry, we are going to fucking talk about it. Love these X Men. Um, there was a tweet last week. Um, that was if you remember back to episode one when uh, Rhodey and Rhodey and Sam are in the museum when they're donating Cap Shield to the museum. There's a collage of pictures in the background and it's like all these scenes from the Captain America movies um, but there's one scene in particular, one picture in particular where there's a, a I guess the character is in the background taking the picture, or no, excuse me that's, that's wrong um, there's a picture of Cap when he was Steve, where he's holding the door to a taxi as a shield um, because the Nazi sympathizer who killed Professor Erskine is shooting at him. So he's using the car door as a shield. And in the movie, um, there's a lady who stands in the background and takes a picture of this. And funnily enough, in the collage of pictures at Steve's, uh, I guess you'd call it Smithsonian exhibit, that picture of Steve holding the door is then, you know, kind of put on those collages. So essentially the, the tweet is only in Marvel... You have a picture that is ten years old, taken from a movie—a forgettable scene in the movie—that's ten years old. Did they reference then six to seven year, you know, movies or shows down the line? I was like, it is all connected. It's all freaking connected, and yes. I am here for it.
1: Loving it, like absolutely is... loving it.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is why I wanted to cover this show so badly. Is just I did a shitty job of explaining that, guys. We'll re- we'll re- this is why
1: we have a podcast like,
3: yes. for that for this exact reason look I love Star Wars I think Star Wars is it's my first love I mean truthfully I've loved Star Wars longer than I've loved any other science fiction thing out there but right now there's not any new Star Wars and there's new Marvel so I am in full on nerd love with <laughs> um, but I don't love what comes next And I don't love this next scene. Don't try that at home, kids. That's a professional transition. (laughs) Um, This next scene, uh, you get this fight scene, right? We've kind of teased it. Um, The the fight is between Carly and the Flag Smasher, Nico, and the Flag Smasher, Dovich, um, and several other Flag Smashers that aren't credited. Um, But Sam and Bucky and Battlestar... um, and Costco cap. And I, I don't know how to describe this other than just very early on in this battle, Battlestar gets captured um, and dragged off into this bathroom where they he, they like hogtie him with zip ties. And the very first thing that I thought, when like, he wakes up, I guess he gets knocked out. And when he wakes up, there's like the sound of dripping fluid or water I didn't think it at the time, but like looking back on it now, I'm like, they were absolutely teasing the fact that this guy was going to die. Like it was just a matter of, of how he was going to die. Yeah. Like, I mean, Battlestar has been, you know, Costco caps.
1: Every hero and villain has that, that moment. And we've been talking about like, they haven't earned it yet. Like they haven't had the, that moment. I mean, Spider-Man loses his uncle. Yeah every single one has has that time, and we have Costco cap hasn't had his moment well, here we are
3: I'd look at this this is just so Battlestar frees himself by using i guess a combat knife and like he cuts these these zip ties off um and we get a little bit of tease here that something's different about Costco cap because you mentioned it before when he punches one of the flag smashers. They like fly through a brick wall, and he's he's the, uh, got
1: some newfound newfound strength that uh, bat- he didn't have yeah. before.
3: When he tries to hit him with like a lead pipe, and he um, bends it, Walker bends it, and that was the moment where I was like, okay, so he took the serum. Yeah. Um, uh, what ends up happening here is Carly punches Battlestar in the chest, and- not like a little punch almost like, not even
1: intentionally like she's going uh, after him uh, and Battlestar uh, is, is trying to protect his friend as he's, as he's been doing, like we saw him doing that at, in the very first episode that he was in, we saw him. That's what he was doing. He was trying to protect his, trying to protect his, his officer, trying to protect his friend, be that person that's, um, uh, you know, there there for him in the wise counsel kind of thing. And we've seen him continue to do that throughout these episodes. And he does it one
3: last time. Almost painful to talk about because Carly, I think Carly was trying to kill Costco cap. I think she was.
1: She said she has, that's the only way that they can be successful is she's, she said we need to kill him.
3: So she kills, she kills Battlestar. I mean, point blank. The end, like blast this dude across yeah. the room,
1: which which is interesting too, because you, I mean, we've we've seen that kind of stuff happen before, but it's always against a hero, like a yeah. hero is getting smashed against the wall, and they bust through fifteen, you know, fifteen different layers of concrete, and they're you know just pick themselves up and you know, dust themselves off a little bit, but this is the that. It's the marked difference between what these two are. That they're they're just they're soldiers that have been put in this position.
3: They shouldn't have been here to begin with. And I mean, he, he's like you. You have he goes into, you have Costco
1: Cap with his warning to like you're going to let your buddy go by himself against a super. He's not a he's not a super. Like he doesn't have uh, super soldiers here. You're going to let him go in there dangerously by himself without without that. backup. So you see the, the mirror of that, that his guy is just a, a regular dude in there with a bunch of supers. And now now ah. John Walker is a super and now his buddy isn't. And he's now let his, his friend down. Because they talk a lot about like the Medal of Honor and how he's gotten three of them and you know, wish I wish we could have had this then so that you know, maybe maybe we would have been able to help more people. Uh, yeah
3: that scene was important I think Yeah, go ahead.
1: I think that that influence definitely influenced his decision to take that serum that and getting his ass beat by some what he calls normals um, Mm -hmm. which I think uh, plays into
3: yeah that plays into what if you had the chance to take the serum would you do hells yeah you wouldn't be worried about how it might
0: how it might change you I mean power just makes a person more of themselves right Carly Morgenthau
2: Steve Rogers
3: and me so,
1: uh, which I think uh, plays into
3: yeah that plays into what to what Zima was saying earlier about you know the supremacist point of view you hear it from these people who have this serum. I mean, Carly said it when she was talking to Sam and I, I forgot about that, but that's a good point. You know, he talks about normals multiple times and I'm like, you're a normal. What, what's, what makes someone normal versus versus someone who's not normal, you know, John and like he is Battlestar is the Jiminy Cricket of this show. He is the, the trustworthy conscious, do the right thing guy. And, you know, he talks about if we had that serum, you know, how many lives we could have saved that day. And I I think you're right. I think that conversation directly plays into John taking the serum. But seeing Walker's face when Battlestar, I mean, Battlestar goes, like, across the room, hits a pylon, and, like, I mean, he had to be dead before he even, like, hit the pylon. I mean, but if he wasn't. Then he cracked on it. He for sure died when he like cracked the metal car co- the concrete column there, and it it's the moment you can almost see you know Costco cap has this look in his eyes the entire episode where it's almost borderline like eccentric like crazy, and you can see it when he's talking to Battlestar or to Hoskins, and he's like he's begging him like please you know wake up, you're okay it's like the right. It's like the thing where somebody gets hurt when you're a kid and you're telling your, you know, your friend or your kid sister or your brother and you're like, "You're okay. You're okay." Like you're not telling them, you're telling yourself. Like, "You're okay. Get up.
1: Right. It's all um, it's all fine. This is all is all a dream."
3: And he doesn't. And I think everyone in the room realizes in that moment like I think Carly realizes more than anything. Yeah. Shit. Oh shit. It's time to go and she bolts. And I'm really glad that they kept her at the end that that very last scene. I mean, one of the last things we see is her face um, when she's in the crowd outside because what, ha- what ends up happening is Walker chases down Dovich um, and Dovich, I mean, gives up like he gives up. He's like, it wasn't me. I didn't kill him. You know, like he is on the ground, like defeated. He is, Hey, I am giving up. It's okay. Like, you got me and Costco cap snaps or a snap implies like he didn't think about it snap implies like lack of responsibility
1: or 50% of the people will be turned to dust
3: one of those he murders him oh yeah he 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 murders him I thought he was going to cut his head off with the shield honestly yes that was my first I was going to text you and I was like did he just Cut his head off I think but the like, only reason that
1: didn't happen is because this isn't Game of Thrones I mean, he, and this is on Disney
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean he he bashes Dovish's chest multiple and and what's even worse is the the quiet of the crowd as they're gathered around watching right, and I'm like,
1: pretty sure we're seeing a trial of that happening right now in the media. Uh, they I could't
3: have I been wonder, more direct
1: about that if he'd knelt on his neck.
3: I wonder if that's I mean that was that was one of the first things that kinda went through my mind was the cell phone video.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Of people and I went, That is that is not by accident. No,
1: that is one hundred percent gonna be right. part of the next we've seen some news coverage already, and that's one hundred percent gonna be we're gonna see some news coverage of that showing uh, up next episode. It's, and it's brutal. I,
3: I don't like John Walker. I mean, I don't like him because he's not Steve Rogers but this i mean we knew he wasn't going to end up with the shield i think but yeah. seeing him lose it this way he has to die now he he has to die i mean you can't incarcerate cap i mean you can't in- incarcerate captain america john walker is going to have to die the character is going to have to die i mean just like carly did last episode i mean it it's it's the parallels are they they Yes, they're on different sides, but I mean they're I'm, they're very similar. I'm going to tell you about it because that's what we do on this podcast. But I mean, <laughs> that it's it's blatantly obvious. I mean, the scene that we're left with at the end of this, I think I texted you um with like 37 M's, and then <laughs> what the fuck? Um, because the the ending scene of this episode immediately makes me go, "Is it freaking Friday yet?" Um, yes. And I, and I think this is...
1: It is interesting, because I think this, this episode, it reminds me a lot of the, the quote from Batman, that like you... I think it's Batman, the you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That that's... Yeah. That's what this... That's what this reminds me of.
3: It's... Costco Cap stands up, and Cap, he's in Captain America regalia, carrying Captain America's shield, and there is a bloodstain that is reaches up through the bottom red ring into the white ring from beheading it, a dude. I mean, the shield looked extra shiny there and the blood it's, it's bad. It, it is, it is gruesome. And no, the, op- the optics are not, not good. Not going to be helpful cap. Um, now I think, you know, there's going to be rationalizations. He's not going to be asked to give up the shield. That's my prediction for next week. Is the government's going to say, "Well, he was a bad guy." Yeah, um, he was a he terrorist. Killed a he guy.
1: killed the terrorist in the street who had just murdered our hero.
3: Yeah, they'll spend and it. they'll
1: they'll do the hero worship for Battlestar. If I, I mean, if he's if he's dead, uh, I would not put it past a comic book show to to leave him around.
3: Uh, they did this once before with Rhodey, where they made it look like Rhodey was right. dead, and that was. Less than ideal in my opinion. Um, I, I love yeah. the character of Hardy, yeah. but um, I'm
1: not a big fan of that, so I I'm I'm hopeful that this is uh, that this is his his end, because we get to you know, it's almost like you get to see the, the making of the, the villain ish. Even I though the villain in our cool. case is hypothetically a good guy.
3: I think it's important to see Avengers or or superheroes, or characters that we root for are dying, because that's the real-life impact. That's the real-life... I mean, we killed... They killed a ton of people when they dropped that city in Sokovia. Yeah. Um, I mean... But they've never really killed... The The closest they've come, in my opinion, is when they, they hurt and crippled uh, Rody and made him War Machine. But then they turned around and gave him an Iron Man suit, so he got... The ability to walk back. Yeah. So I I I'd say he's dead. Um I don't see any way how he comes back as alive. Um yeah, I, but see. I think we, see, show, I, I think so we anyway. see the
1: the memorial next next episode and everyone mourning and them spinning it as you know, hey he he did his job. Like we said, he's he's a hero, he did his job, he took out the terrorist, he
3: that kind of thing it's it's rough i mean it, it's it's going to be rough and then the thing is is that all along all week this week all we have seen is teases about a major major heartbreaking death um next week on episode five i don't think that Battlestar's death is that death uh, battle pretty dead at this point yeah so if, if they turn around and give me you know Battlestar dies in like the first five minutes of next week, I think that'd be incredibly cheap and I <laughs> would not love that. Um, Ooh, so who's the heartbreaking death? Because I haven't seen any of that. Spoiler.
1: What's, your, what's seen, your prediction
3: for, for the heartbreaking death? Yeah, I haven't read any of these. I haven't read the articles, but supposedly it is not a character who has been on the show yet. Hmm. So it's not going to be, you know, Sam or Bucky or Sharon. Cause I think Sharon would make the most sense cause she's the mo- most minor character, but I don't see how that's heartbreaking. Right. right. So I, I it's going to be someone that we've seen and that we know, but it's going to be an ancillary character who has been, I don't think we've seen them in this show. Let me rephrase that that way. I think it's someone that you're going to go, Oh, Hey, I do remember that character yeah. from oh, that.
1: Yeah, that is sad.
3: <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know how that's heartbreaking. I you know what, I'm actually gonna go out on the limb. I'm gonna say it's it's it is someone we've seen on the show. I think it's gonna be Zemo. Um because his role is kind of taken care of? At this point at this point, I mean his story is pretty well taken care of. Um I think that's a misdirect. I think it's gonna be Zemo because I don't see anyone that I care about that's tangentially part of the story not being there. Um I mean, I have seen it all over Mar- uh, Marvel Reddits and Marvel Reddit Leaks, and it, there was a story about it on io9 this week, which is a pretty decently trafficked website. Um, it, I do enjoy io9. I, io9 has its moments. It's no, we got this sure. covered. But... I mean, who is, though? Yeah. Truthfully.
1: <laughs> just cue, um, just Q.
3: <laughs> I'm so done with io9. <laughs> we, we got this covered. I... Look, I mean, last week's episode I think hits a little bit harder now having watched this. That's that's a sign of a good show. Is like, hey, at this point you might not have liked this. I mean, we do this with Rebels all the time where I'm like, this was boring. And then two weeks down the line we bring that character back. Uh, oh. <laughs> now I see why you were doing this and, like, I get it. Um, You know, next week if if they find a way to kill off it it might be Carly that dies next week. Um, because I could see Walker killing Carly, and then, you know, we've got two episodes left. That sets up the Falcon versus, uh, yeah. you know, Costco cap battle, and, and then you know, I could see this show ending with Falcon taking the mantle and taking the shield. Um, but that, actually, that's the question that I wanted to ask you, right? So, now that that shield has been tainted, because it has in my book, um, Doing what they just did with it, you know, and there's been all this talk of destroying, you know, destroying the symbols. And is there any view, any way, in your view, that they destroy the shield, and or they retire the shield, and Captain America is Falcon, but he's not government sponsored, and the shield goes back into a museum or or something of that nature, to be brought out in a later movie or down the line or something.
1: I don't know. I I mean. That would that would be an interesting turn, an interesting conceit, um, but I I almost think they they don't go, like they keep the the symbol, uh, and it just goes to the the man who it's supposed to have gone to all along. That I I don't know this this maybe bringing in like. All these, all these different tropes, and I've been seeing a lot about like different tropes and religious stories and stuff like that. Like this is this is almost like the story of Jonah in the whale. Like he was supposed, he was told go to go to Nineveh, go to this spot, and didn't, and all this bad shit happened. And you know what? He ended up right there anyway. So where it, he needed to be. Yeah, where he was supposed to be, where he was told to be from the beginning. And Steve told like, told Sam it's yours. This is yours. Like, this is your mantle to carry. And having that symbol, it's not, it's, it's a burden. Like it's not something that's a, it's not supposed to be easy. And Sam's shirking his responsibilities, essentially. Like he picked him for a very specific reason. So he's shirking his responsibilities and you know what, that shield's going to come right back to him is I don't think they get rid of it. I think he realizes what it means.
3: I did hear a theory this week that the shield was given to John Walker in this way, so that it would show us. Because, and I, I kind of agree with this a little bit. You know what we knew of Sam before the show started. I mean, wasn't a lot, but I could I could see how giving the shield to Sam was the Cap decision because he knew he knew him. And they needed to show us why this character deserved to wield the yeah. shield, so we'll, let's give it to someone else to show why he doesn't, and let's give Sam the right to, you know, air quotes, Let here, him earn, earn the shield. It's
1: the same. I mean, we've we've already seen this with the dark saber. It's yeah.
3: kind. It's
1: very very similar, like, or very similar trope wise, like that you it's... you have to earn it. You and I, I think we've we've beat around that a little bit with the, all the conversations with. You know Sam and Bucky that he doesn't feel like he deserves it and hasn't earned it and it's you know this belongs in a museum to quote the greatest movie of all time <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that, wow. that, that that's that's kind of his his thinking and he's supposed to have it so we're getting to yeah for for the fan and narratively we're getting to see here's why because when you give it to you just give it to somebody who doesn't understand the meaning behind behind it this is what you get You get someone that's absolute power corrupting absolutely. It's
3: it has certainly I I will admit, I mean, I have waxed poetically about how much I love this show and I will admit after last week I kind of wasn't I kind of wasn't as excited about this week's episode. Mm -hmm. And And coming out of this one
1: To, yeah, quote, to quote our yeah. text
3: message. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, is exact. I, it, I'm ready. I'm ready for Saturday. Let's go. Like, why right. is it not? Why is it not Friday, Saturday? So we can be talking about this again. <laughs> I'm ready to get this this taste out of my mouth. I mean, like, it's this sucks. And, and I think, again, this is them m- making you sit in the fact that, like, the last thing you saw of Captain America was the blood on the shield. Like yeah. I hate because we. I mean, we I, understand.
1: I, we know it's not. I, we're like that's not Cap. Like the hashtag not my Cap and like this reaction mm-hmm. that everyone's having. Like no, that's not Captain America. But in this in this universe, this is Captain America. This is the person who has been given the mantle. And they're like that's Captain. This is this is uh, American ideals. What we this is what we stand for.
3: And I mean, uh, if that's not I, some commentary, like whoa, it just hurts right I'm now. Understand. Like I mean, you know. Th- I get it. Like I understand that this is a, a fictional show. I I get it. I think we all get it. That like, hey, you know, let's be real. Like the sun's gonna come up tomorrow. Kiss your babies. Love you. Love your family. Like, right. But I mean, I've talked about how much that character means to me, and seeing this as right now that that's that's the iteration of Captain America. That's what's going right. on. It's, it's just like know. I'm so ready for this story to now to move on and to progress and <laughs> to, this to see, not, give, give us our cat, give us cat
1: back. Give us the, the whole, like the Falcon winter soldier comics.
3: <laughs> give me fucking like the old man, Steve Rogers comes back and you'd slap the shit out of this guy and be like, no, son, give the shield back to who it belongs. <laughs> like I would lose my ever loving shit. You would hear me screaming from over here. If that happened. Like if old man Cap just slaps the Cap, <laughs> like no, 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 go to jail. Like that would be cheap and funny. I mean, it would be, it would be for laughs, right? That's not gonna happen. that's not. not where we're where we're at. That's. I think that's the commentary. That's the. There is no easy, quick fix to this, right? Th- that's the point. That is the whole point of. This sucks. Do better and that's if that's not more of a commentary on what's actually going on in <laughs> real life right now i don't know what is like this sucks do better be right. better and holy shit we got to wait seven more days before we get another episode so sad. i don't know if i'm going to be able to make it but i i think i mean we
1: will we will persevere and we will we will talk to y'all again next week but i know <laughs> somehow some way we're going to do it
3: hopefully i'm not going to between now and then that would be really unfortunate but Whew. i think we have uh we, we've managed to cover this one pretty well um i'm happy with where we're at oh yeah anything else you wanted to cover this week
1: no this is this is solid can it be next week yet like that's that's all yeah
3: that's all i got i think guys um you know we haven't gotten any you know com- commentary this week but i think the episode links are only going to Stay this long, truthfully, <laughs> um with, with the stakes being as high as they are, um, and, and uh, you know two episodes left. Well, like we said
1: before, like the the whole point of the, like I mean, really good television, really good storytelling, just in general, like it drives conversation, and that's the that's the point is it's driving conversation, and they're they're not always short conversations. I mean, honestly, we could probably talk longer. And I mean, there's been many, oh, many yeah. a night that we have we have stayed up for hours doing this. It just wasn't on on audio, mm-hmm. so you don't have you don't have the recordings of the six hour conversations <laughs> that we've had about the I same believe, stuff.
3: I do believe there was a six hour conversation at one point about Across the Stars, um, across the universe, was, across the universe. Yes. yes, that's a great movie. A, we might have to. It do is a great movie. We might have to do a, <laughs> to do a whole family still, style podcast. I still listen for to that. those. <laughs> I still listen to the soundtrack. Great soundtrack. But for now, I think we will uh, we'll wrap it up. Um, I think we're close to two hours again. Hell's yes. um, but please, please join the conversation if you want to have your opinion heard. We are all over Reddit. We are on Discord. We have an email if you are ancient like <laughs> us and I'm a millennial that still emails. Um, we all, we're on Twitter. That's the important one. Househouse. Thank That's you. the important one. The at, at Nerds House yes. of, at Nerds House of, we are consistently at Nerds House of uh, House of Nerds twenty twenty on Gmail. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to thank you guys for sticking with us this long and then listening to us ramble and wax poetically about this wonderful, wonderful TV show. And I think we're going to let the snark take us out as he always does. Symbols are nothing without the women and men that give them meaning. Woo. Oh, can it be Friday yet? We'll see you next week, guys.